welcome to this week's episode of Millennial Mom. It's a very special edition episode because I am joined by by a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'll let you do the honors. Oh boy. So the name of this episode is going to be Millennial Dad because we have a millennial dad in our presence and while we talk a lot about mom stuff, I think hearing from a dad is really important. So I brought the best dad that I know. So I decided to invite the millennial dad that I know best, who happens to also be the father of my children and my husband. Welcome, Ryan. Thanks for having me on, Crystal. (laughs) I talk about Ryan a lot on the podcast, and he's a listener, and some of his friends have been on there. He is you know, notoriously known on this podcast for introducing me to Jenny. Uh, but I thought it would be fun to have him on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. As Crystal said, my name is Ryan. And uh, I have a son, Brady, daughter Sloan, wife Crystal, dog Wrigley. I'm 34 years old and uh, I'm an avid official for the sport of wrestling and in my prime time of work, I sell design services, store fixtures, and displays. Let's rock and roll. Exhilarating. <laughs> so every week we start with our week in review. So because both of us have similar weeks, how about we just walk through it together? You can tell me about it from your perspective, and I'll tell you about it from mine. All right, fire it up. Okay. <laughs> So first, I just want to talk about in general, Sloan is like so cute right now, but she's also the naughtiest kid. Like she just has tantrums. Last night, she screamed for four hours straight, just sobbing, getting snot in her hair, awful times. But then she's also super cute and she started doing this new thing where she walks around going, (laughs) Ta-da! <laughs> like, completely out of context, just screaming ta-da. I wanted to get your take on Sloane's two-year-old tantrums. I mean, it's a it's a cyclical cycle. Um, Saturday night, I took her to her, her and mine, our first uh, daddy-daughter dance, and couldn't have had a better time over at the Lifetime Fitness. And, um, you know, it was a lot of smiles, punch, boogers, dancing, <laughs> balloon drops, photo shoots, and... A whole lot of goodness. And then yesterday, I was gone for most, most of the day, but from uh, getting the recap from you at night, um, Sloan was a, was a monster. It's a real mix. I've said this before. They're like those Sour Patch Kids commercials, sour and then sweet. You know, scratch me in the face with her fingernails, gives me a kiss on the forehead. I concur. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> She's a monster. The next thing that I wanted to talk about was my experience at Dick's Sporting Goods. And I didn't even tell you all of my experience. <laughs> well, all I know is whatever you told me you spent, whatever the transaction was that came through the account was like double that amount. So <laughs> there might be some more things that you need to share. There's, I'll tell you the whole story. So Ryan and Sloan had this whole date plan where they were going to go to the daddy-daughter dance and... So that left Brady and I just kind of high and dry. My original plan was to take him to a movie. So I asked Brady, what do you want to do? He picked out, we're going to go see the Lego movie too. So we're looking at movie times. And then I kind of, I got this app. It's called Game Time. Do you have this Game Time app? I think I do. 
Basically, it's like you can buy last minute tickets to different functions. It's really not any different than like Vivid Seats or StubHub, but it's cool because it shows you exactly what your view is going to look like from your seat, which is super awesome and why I use it. So I was looking on there to see like, oh, is there anything cool in the city maybe we could go do? So there was a Bulls game and a Chicago Wolves game. And the Wolves are like a AAA hockey team or something like that. And they play out of Rosemont. So I gave Brady the option. You can go to a Bulls game. You can go to the Hockey Wolves game. Or we can go see the Lego movie too. And Brady chose to go to the Wolves game. So I told Jenny about this. And then Jenny told me that they have really cool promotions there. Where sometimes you get to skate on the ice afterwards. So so the game started at 7. After the game, anyone who wanted to just had to bring their own skates and then they could go down on the ice and skate. And I told Brady about this and he was super fucking jazzed and ready to go. And he was so excited about this whole thing. The only problem was I didn't have any ice skates. So I ran around town. I was looking at like Walmart, Target, trying to find things online and there was no ice skates. And then I asked my friend Annie who used to ice skate. She didn't have any. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to Dick's Sporting Goods. And I was hoping to get like a $30 pair of ice skates. But then I got there and there was like none of my size. There were only children's sizes. And like, I don't know why in my head I was like, oh, I can definitely wear a children's size four. But (laughs) I definitely cannot wear a children's size four. (laughs) Because those ones were $30 and the adult ones were $70. Anyways, so they were $69.99. I found these skates. They were the last pair in my size. So I snagged them up. They were $69.99 on sale for $59.99. So I was like, okay, you know, with Brady doing hockey and like hopefully Sloan will start skating, I'll be able to like do free skate with these. That's how I rationalize buying them because I, I sell myself on every purchase I make. So then I accidentally ended up in, in the North Face section of Dick's Sporting Goods and <laughs> There was like this camouflage section of, and I love prints, like camo, a plaid moment, an animal print. I love all of that. What do you mean you accidentally ended up in the North Face section? Sounds like some strategic (laughs) in-store marketing that directed you there. (laughs) I just saw it and it was just, there was a mannequin wearing camo and I said, that is a, that is an outfit for me. So I went over there. I tried them on. I walked around the store for about an hour because there's two camo numbers that I really liked and I couldn't decide which one I wanted. In the meantime, I'm like picking up things here and there and I found two coats for Brady, one of which I ended up putting back and another which was $29.99 raincoat and it was really cute. So then I get everything that I need, I get in line, I go to check out, and the total is like $230. And I was like, you know, I got a North Face jacket, which was 40% off. I got the skates. I got you a hat that you had to have and was not on sale. And then I also got Brady that jacket. So 230 whatever. I'm checking out, and you text me telling me to try to use your credit card. So I'm like, hey, can I do a credit card number over the phone? And she's like, no. And I'm like, well, why don't you just call over our manager to double check? So the manager comes over. He's like, no, we can't do that. And I was like, well, what if we FaceTime? He's like, well, we, we would need his ID here. And I'm like, well, he could just like FaceTime you his ID. Like, I don't get what the difference is. And they were like, no, we can't do it. So I was like, fine, I'm not going to throw a fit, whatever. So I check out. I go to uh, sharpen my skates. She's sharpening my skates, and I realize that they overcharged me $10 for my skates. So I get back in line, and I'm like, hey, you guys ring this up wrong, and then he gives me $10 cash. 
I get back over by the ice skate sharpening girl and I realize that the jacket that I got Brady was in fact $55, not $29.99 like I swear to God the sign said. So I grab all my shit, I go back up the escalator and I realize I was completely wrong and the sign was like specific to a certain jacket. It all makes sense now. <laughs> so I run back downstairs, get back in line again. <laughs> the manager of Dick's Sporting Goods now knows my face. And he's like, did you forget something else? I'm like, yeah, I just want to return this coat. Like, I'm not paying $55 plus tax for a kid's raincoat. He's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought it was on sale. So they give me the refund in cash, which is why you saw the transaction was 230 So I got $60 back, 60 like $5 back in cash. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Also, when Ryan gave me a coupon for $10 and then they ring it up, they're like, um, this was already used. And I'm like, great. Thanks a lot for this fucking coupon. I could have sworn that that was a fresh coupon. So that's my bad. Whatever. Anyways, it was an adventure and the people at Dick's Sporting Goods 100% thinks I'm insane. And then I went to get lunch afterwards and I left my uh, wallet in the car. So that lady, I said, oh, I had to go out to my car to get my wallet. She totally thought I was dining and ditching. Yeah, just as a side note, if anybody has ever not shopped with Crystal before or has shopped with Crystal, um, I think having some good context of the story is she's like the Tasmanian devil just running through retail stores uh, left and right, up and down escalators, grabbing merchandise. Give me this. I need this discount. I want to talk to a manager. I think is probably the most common thing that I've heard when shopping with her. So if you have the chance to go with her to a store, I highly recommend it for an entertaining time. <laughs> Full disclosure, when I was going to double check the price on that coat and I was running up the escalator, I tripped and fell. You know what? I think the next time you go to one of those sporting stores, you got to buy yourself a GoPro. You just strap it on your head so we can capture all these moments. Oh my God. It was a nightmare, but I ended up with skates and is fine. So then we ended up going to the Wolves game. It was the best time ever. Brady was so cute. He's really an excellent skater. Like, you know, when you go ice skating and there's just asshole kids that are just weaving in and out and like cutting everyone off and being an asshole, that was Brady. But like in a really good way. Like I he I had parents coming up to me telling me, Um, your son is dangerous. I had a dad come up to me and say, You need to tell your son to watch out for other people and but then I had other people come up to me and say, Your son is such a good skater. So I don't know, should I be disappointed or proud? <laughs> I had I have multiple reviews about Brady. Even there were like people that didn't even skate. They just sat and watched. And this didn't end until we didn't get home until 1130, which is a late night because he had an 8 a.m. game the next day. But people were watching, like spectating. And when we were leaving, they stopped us and they were like, wow, he's a great skater. I mean, I, I have to say I've seen some dramatic improvements in Brady's skating. Yeah, he's, he's had some, some tremendous, we'll say tremendous improvements in his skating from his earlier days of uh, pretty much coming right out of Happy Gilmore camp and just knocking everybody over. He's getting much better out there. Anything else that you want to talk about from your week? Uh, no, I think that about uh, covers it. Did anyone travel? No. We got the... Um, no, not this last week. We've got some upcoming travel coming. Well, this week we're both here, and then next week I'll be gone for a couple days. Well, I'm leaving on Friday, so next week's episode oh, is going right. to be a very special edition. 
because <laughs> stay tuned listeners it's gonna hashtag, be, hashtag west coast it's gonna be me and jenny in palm springs where i'm leaving i was and you know now that i have ryan here i know i've bitched a lot about his wrestling but like truly it it really gets to me like the winter is fucking horrible because it's four degrees outside. It's cabin fever season. I'm here with these children, you know, Sloan screaming at me. Brady's crying about something. The dog's peeing on the floor and you're gone for like 10 hours. So I just said, fuck it one day. And I just booked a trip. I didn't even wait for anyone else. I just booked it all by myself. And then I told Jenny I booked it and she booked it so I wouldn't have to go alone. What well, advice would you give? To people who maybe one of their spouses is gone all the time. You got to make concessions and compromises and you know, maybe let them go on a weekend trip from time to time to <laughs> balance the time that you're gone. No, but I mean, it is tough. And you know that uh, I appreciate the the long winter Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and occasional Sundays when I'm gone and you're lugging around these two monsters so it doesn't go unnoticed. So I hope you and uh, Jennifer Marie have a great time in uh, Palm Springs this next weekend. Yeah, I plan on just getting drunk, sitting by the pool, spending all of my money at the spa, and going to gay bars. And we have a drag brunch. Bring that $60 cash that that Dick's Sporting Good Manager gave you. (laughs) See how far that takes you. Oh, Jesus. There was one thing I forgot on last week's episode, too, but it's it's good that you're here. So when I was out of town... uh, for work in San Jose, California, I pretty much missed Valentine's Day. So we didn't even get to talk about that last week because we didn't really celebrate. But Ryan and I did exchange gifts. Do you want to tell everyone what I got you? She got me a Garmin S60 approach watch, (laughs) which I I had no idea that this watch even existed. I kind of was eyeing a different brand, different style. And it was not getting a lot of reviews, and somehow Crystal located this one. And not only, you know, did it does it have all the bells and whistles for kind of for golf, but it's also like a smartwatch. So it definitely exceeded my expectation in terms of its capacity and, and what it can do. And it just uh, it kind of fits me. It's it's stylish and it works. So I'm very much grateful for this uh, this Valentine's Day gift, babe. You're welcome. And I got a gift I've been asking for for years. Which was? (laughs) Um, So when we got married, Ryan gave me a Dana Rebecca necklace that I also asked for. And it's really pretty. It's white diamonds. It's the circular necklace. And I wanted another Dana Rebecca piece. So I got a very gorgeous diamond white gold ring that has the letters S and B for Sloan and Brady. And then Brady asked me, why is the S first? Which the truth is because otherwise I would have a ring that says bullshit. Which I think would have been kind of <laughs> awesome. If you just had BS, like, don't fuck with this girl. She's got BS ring on her finger. She's got BS on her fingers, coupons in her hands, and <laughs> anger in her eyes. She's coming for the manager. Here comes Crystal the Pistol down the retail merchandising aisle. <laughs> so anyways, I told Brady that. Um, I'll post a picture of it on Instagram, but... The B is like lower than the S, and so I said it's that way because the B is closer to my heart because I had him first. Good comeback, Mom. <laughs> Way to be thinking on your toes. I, I tell good stories. But, so that was pretty much our weekend review. Um, nothing too 
crazy happen, you know, the typical run around, take kids here, go there. Oh, I did have one other thing I wanted to talk about. I'm ordering myself new business cards that say McMurray Tech Support because I'm really proud of myself and I fixed a technical issue that nobody else could seem to figure out in this family, which were these automated lights at your parents' house and I killed it. And your dad was really proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told him, I go, you know, she's uh, not only is she a looker, but she's pretty handy with, uh, you know, the different um, furnace and lighting <laughs> and uh, different electrical components that go on in a household. So. And then um, I set your parents up with a fire stick, which is really a pain in the ass to set up in the beginning. But I think in the end, they're going to be really happy. But a lot of the work will be paid off because they'll be able to enjoy all of their shows when they go to Florida for a month. McMurray yeah. Tech Support, call me. All right, so let's move on from our weeks in review and talk about hot topics. And I feel like so much has happened in the last week. So why don't we start with R. Kelly? Because I feel like you might have fun things to add about R. Kelly. Yeah, I mean, where do you want to begin? Well, what happened this week with R. Kelly? Well, he uh, he finally decided to turn himself in for um, all of the alleged incidences and situations that have uh, happened throughout the, the course of the past 15, 20 plus years. Um, I think everything is coming full circle with him and um, he's going to get what's coming his way. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking trash hole. Basically what happened was he has 10 sexual abuse or sexual assault counts against him in Cook County. Wow, what a week for Cook County if we're if we're being serious. Um Superintendent Eddie Johnson and his team is on the case and they are not fucking around because we had the Jesse Smollett of it all and we had Oh yeah, that fucking idiot. And we had R. Kelly. So Finally, he got charged. There were statutes of limitations that didn't allow him to be charged previously, but finally some uh, women came forward. And then the same attorney who repped Stormy Daniels in the Trump situation. Michael Avenatti. Yes, is backing these accusers, which they're not even accusers. They're just fucking victims of R. Kelly. And apparently there's some hard evidence. So it is not looking good for R. Kelly. Thank God. Finally, he's going to fucking be taken down. Now I did hear. Sorry, Robert. (laughs) Your time has come. February 25th at 9 p.m., Central Standard Time, and I heard he's currently at a cigar bar. So he he did he finally posted bail. Yeah, it took him three days, and he's just hanging out at a cigar bar. Like he has no shame. What the fuck is wrong with him? Yeah. <sighs> Terrible. And then we have Jesse Smollett, which I haven't talked and about. And real this. quick, uh, for all the listeners out there, if you have not watched the Surviving Kelly documentary, well, if it's a documentary, it's like a ten-part series. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend uh, just tuning into that to kind of understand what we're kind of talking about and to give some some context to everything that's gone on, because it's pretty uh, it's pretty powerful, and I think it's one of the um, proponents that uh, put this back into the spotlight of really going right you know, going back after R. Kelly to, you know, get after him for, for what he did to um, all his uh, all his victims. 
he's infuriating to me and he's finally going down and he's going to go down hard and Eddie Johnson isn't going to isn't going to let it go. So Jesse Smollett, I haven't talked about this because it was so like up in the air like, you know, the Chicago police are saying like this he's a victim, this was horrible and you know, if that really did happen to someone, that is fucking horrible. And fucking horrible things do happen to people. That being said, I'm proud to live in an area where diversity is a good thing. And I love the gay community. And so, I don't know. Just, like, all of it was, like, very shocking because we we are diverse. And I'm not saying that horrible things don't happen to people. But this really, really put Chicago through the ringer because think about all the millions of dollars that the public had to pay in terms of police and hours and all of these resources we put into this fucking case. And this motherfucker is just out here paying some brothers to throw some bleach on him and put a fucking fake noose around his neck. Like I can't. And, and the evidence is just like, I can't. What do you think about it? I, I just have a huge problem with the way he went about that. I mean, he was making $100,000 an episode. And, you know, we don't know the ins and outs of what was happening on Empire, unless you're a writer, one of the producers. And it sounds like his situation was he was possibly going to be getting rid out, written out of the show. And whatever, if that's the case, and that's the case, I mean, what do you do when, 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 when hard times come up, you go out and you hustle and you, you earn and try to, like in his case, you try to find the next gig. Yeah. Or you, you don't go out part, and, or you start a podcast. Yeah. Or you start a millennial, <laughs> millennial mom podcast and get after it. But in his case, he goes out and he fabricates this whole fucking story goes on good morning america he's you know the 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 poor the poor guy that that was uh part of a hate crime and was uh abused and and hit and had bleach pour on and it's all a hoax it just it really just speaks to the character i think of uh, jesse smollett and what he's lacking of how he handles uh you know difficult situations and I'm glad that he's being put on blast. I'm glad that he's being exploited and that the the facts are coming out and he's going to get what's coming to him. I mean, something is seriously fucking wrong with him. Like something like mental illness, like something's wrong. And of course, that's what he's going to cry. He's already been saying, oh, I was doing drugs. I can't. It's all just a fucking cop out because he got caught being a loser. I also wanted to talk about Oh, the other day I Instagrammed about it, but it was like the craziest day because first Carl Lagerfeld died, then Lady Gaga split. We knew that was coming because what's his face like wasn't around and whatever. All I know is we first met him on her Netflix documentary and now he's out of the picture and she's on stage at the Oscars almost making out with Bradley Cooper. So that was not a surprise. Then the... Kardashian scandal of the century happened, which is a lot to say because they have one scandal a month. Are you up and up on that? You got to fill me out of that one. (laughs) So you don't know at all? No. Oh my God. I got time for that shit. So Kylie's best friend is Jordan and Jordan. Oh yeah. With, uh, uh, what's his face that was uh, married to, yeah, Tristan Thompson. Now Jordan is saying that she was blacked out drunk and that's what happened. And I know people make mistakes, but Jesus Christ, this is not the mistake to be making because 
Kylie has given Jordan pretty much everything that she has in terms of money, followers, career success, and even a fucking place to live. The memes were to die for. I have a bunch of them. Uh, but if you just even type in Jordan into Instagram, you'll find a bunch of amazing ones. I think the best meme was Chris Jenner holding a gun. And it says Chris Jenner pulling up to Kylie's house, throwing Jordan Wood's shit out. Hilarious. Another one. When you need a new house, car, and family, and it's just a sad face. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're removing your lipstick shade from the collection. And also, the Jordan shade on Kylie Cosmetics did go on sale. That's wild. So, you know, we'll see how all of this turns out. But I'm still really shocked by all of it, and I truly can't believe it. Um, do you want to talk about Robert Kraft? Yeah, let's bring it up. You tell the story. Oh, so, you know, Bobby Graff was down in uh, what they say is Jupiter, Florida. and Well, who is that? He's the owner of the Patriots. Okay. Multi-million, if not billionaire. <laughs> Very well-known, famous, you know, associates with Donald Trump. He's uh, he's the Don of, uh, of New England. So he's down in, in Jupiter, Florida, and... From what I know, the guy went into a uh, a spa and uh, happened to interface with some people that were in the spa and got some sexual favors. What's what's the problem with what he did? So we're gonna we're gonna put Robert Kraft on blast. I mean, he's not. I think he lost his wife in like 2002 or 2003. So the guy goes into a spa, happens to bump into a rub and tug, get a little action. What's the big deal? Well, what I don't understand, I don't think it's a big deal that he did that. And honestly, I'm for prostitution being legal because I think we should be able to regulate it and monitor it and also tax it because we need a fucking penny around here. But also, there is a human sex trafficking part to this. Yeah, that's, that's the that element is, I was talking about. That's the part that is concerning and not good because places like this sex traffic women make them you know they literally go kidnap women take them away to these places to perform sex acts and then you know they're basically slaves and here here's the thing everybody that heard the story the first thing they say is this guy's got millions of dollars why isn't he flying every russian european model over to his million dollar estate to have his own private whatever show that he wants to hold and it's I think it comes down to just the thrill of just flying incognito and being one of the general public and going into a place like that. Well, my question is, like, are there no good hand job massage places in Boston? Like, what the fuck's going on in Boston? I guess they don't loosen it up. Uh, <laughs> what's in Jupiter, Florida? Like, literally, what's there? Is that a rich town? Like, what is that? I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to do some research. Okay, the Oscars. Did you watch any of the Oscars? No, but the one... <laughs> I, I didn't really watch any of it, but the one, I believe, winner that I did want to bring up uh, was the climber of the guy that freed Solo. Uh, he was the only person to free Solo of El Capitan in Yosemite National Park. This guy, Alex Honold, I believe is how you pronounce his name. If you haven't, go and find the E60 episode on Sunday, February 24th, and they did a, uh, a documentary on this guy, and for anybody like myself that doesn't know much about rock climbing, this guy climbed 
an enormous rock mountain with virtually no harnesses, no support ropes. It was climb to the top or pretty much die. No joke. So it was it was beyond impressive to kind of go through that. And even as a as a casual viewer just watching this, it makes your your knees shake and you get that you know, crazy weird feeling in your stomach just watching this, like, is this guy going to make it? And to see him kind of go about and do that and just remain cool as a cucumber was incredible. So props to Alex. And I guess he uh, he took home the Oscar. So congratulations. Well, I went on a major movie binge this weekend, and I just spent a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, it's about that time of the year. when <laughs> On demand purchasing and renting all of the Oscar movies and the only one I didn't have time to get to was the favorite. So here's my review. Okay, let's start with A Star is Born. Have you seen it? No, it's on my hit list. Okay, A Star is Born is amazing. It grips you with every emotion that you have. Happiness, sadness, it's raw, it's gritty, it feels real, it's amazing. Lady Gaga's A Vision, Bradley Cooper is so talented there's a drag queen piece to it like it is my ultimate movie i do want to give a shout out to lady gaga's acceptance speech because it's highly paralleled the rocky balboa scene when he's talking to his son outside of the restaurant talking about i don't even know what you're talking about well for the fans that know what i'm talking about they they're probably <laughs> smiling right now because they can appreciate that because she was talking about you know, it's not how hard you can, it's not how hard you fall down or how hard something comes at you. It's how you overcome that challenge and keep moving forward. And it pretty much mimics what Sylvester Stallone says in Rocky Six, And it just put a smile on my face to hear her give that speech. So shout out to Lady Gaga. Well, Erica Jane once said, it's not if you fly private or commercial. It's just that you got there, baby. There you go. <laughs> That's a real Housewives of Beverly Hills uh, throwback to last week. Erica Jane is another vision. The next movie is Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody was really good. Brady and I watched it. It was really fun, and you just like get the chills because you just see the story of Queen coming to life, and it's just so epic and iconic and amazing. But I had a problem with Rami Malek's prosthetic teeth so do you know how freddy krueger had like fucked up teeth yeah <laughs> or did i say freddy krueger you meant the grinch his teeth are fucked up Freddie as well. mercury oh my god so he has four front teeth instead of two and his mouth was just like this big nightmare and so rami malik had to wear these prosthetic teeth but i don't know like he has those like big jowls like he has a big back jaw area do you know what i'm talking about he's just an interesting looking guy and then he wears these prosthetic teeth and i just couldn't get over the teeth the entire time and so i was trying to figure out is that my problem or is that just like how freddie mercury was and like i wasn't alive so like i'm not used to it so i went back and watched a bunch of old interviews with freddie mercury and it's a rami malik problem like he's like sucking in his cheeks on his fake teeth and I just couldn't get past it the entire movie. We saw Vice. Vice was another movie. Did I see Vice? You saw Vice with me. We went. Remember, we went on a date. 
No, which one was this? That was the Dick Cheney movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that was good. I mean, Christian Bale really transformed into Dick Cheney, and that was wild. Yeah, he crushed it. I think that probably deserved it, but whatever. I guess Rami Malek's teeth and jowls are taking home the prize. I saw Green Book. Green Book was phenomenal. So good. I wouldn't I wouldn't have picked it as like an an Oscar favorite just because they I feel like the Oscars always tend to go towards like weird artsy movies, which we'll get to Roma in a second. But it was so good and it was funny and it was heartwarming and I cried at the end and it was really good and I'm gonna watch it again because I bought it for fifteen ninety nine on Comcast. You better watch it about ten times. <laughs> also saw Roma it's on Netflix save yourself the two hours I don't get it at all like it was very slow nothing happens in the movie like some things happen but even the dramatic parts like are very anticlimactic I don't get it at all it was I don't get it I don't get it save yourself the time don't do it it was awful but I guess people in Hollywood there's like something in my brain like I don't have that thing that thinks that was great in my head. It was pretty awful. <laughs> There's so much to talk about in the Real Housewives world, but I'm not going to get into it right now. But I do want to get... Ryan, what is your take on the Real Housewives? I can't stand that show. Why? I mean, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Desperate Housewives of Kansas City. I just think it's a bunch of middle-aged women over the hill arguing and bickering about nonsense. <laughs> They're over the hill? Oh my god. What are you going to say about me when I'm like 43? I'll let you know in about 13 years. Well, I'll let you know in about nine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well, I love The Real Housewives. Beverly Hills is killing it right now. So good. So I'm not going to bore Ryan with all of that nonsense. uh, But a couple of other things that I do want to talk about in self-care Anything in terms of beauty or men's tips and tricks you want to share for taking care of yourself? I mean, I like I like a good L'Oreal face cream with some, uh, what's that stuff that's in the cream? It tries to reduce those party lines I got in my forehead. <laughs> I know. The pro-retinol. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds pretty good. It keeps your face pretty fresh. And that's specific for men? It can be. Yeah, they got men's product. Neutrogena's got some good stuff. Dove's got some good stuff. Those would probably be my three go-to brands. Oh, my gosh. Well, I went to Bed Bath & Beyond this week and accidentally spent an astronomical amount of money, but that's just because that store smells so fucking good and they have the best candles, so I just kept piling them in my basket. (laughs) Ryan's shaking his head. You are a retail merchandiser's dream. (laughs) It was an amazing shopping experience, but I bought this. It's for $14 and 50 cents. It's a mask brush set. So when you're at home putting on your clay masks and things like that, it's a little rubber brush to put it on. So you don't mess up with any of your other makeup brushes, which I used to use a flat makeup brush to do it, but now I have this one and then it comes with a little scrubber so that you can get off all the final pieces after you wash the mask off your face. And I really loved it. So that is my suggestion for self care Anything else you want to add? No, I think you uh, pretty much nailed it. All right. Well, this has been exhilarating. Stay tuned for next week. I'm going to be coming to you live from Palm Springs with Jenny. And we'll chat soon. Thanks. 
All right, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Please don't forget to give me five stars, hit subscribe, and send me an email, millennialmompod at gmail.com, and hit me up on Instagram, millennialmompod. You guys are the best. I'm so excited for my momcation to get the hell out of here, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Bye. Bye.